Welcome or welcome back to Prophetic Prayer Podcast. I am Kendra, your host, and today is January 22nd. We are going to get to Genesis in the Old Testament, but I am just, I'm sitting in this incredible presence for the last few days. Jesus has really been working with me, and he said, today is my anointing. As I'm reading through the Bible and seeing so many things that he is he has spoke through me and there's just this like release that is happening within me of how long we walk in darkness and thinking that when we walk by faith that this world makes you feel like you're crazy there's just been this confirmation and this surrender that has been happening within me. And it isn't like I'm I'm figuring out who I am or what I'm here for. That is something I've always known. More so, it's like been this, like he said yesterday, walking on a tightrope, this balancing act of standing up too soon and allowing my ego to lead, allowing myself to get taken away or not shining at all out of fear or trying to get people to hear that simply don't understand and so there's just this i'm just in this space today and so i just wanted to share that with you of like sweet surrender being perfectly satisfied with just walking with him in each and every moment and so we go over to genesis joseph has just sent his brothers back with he left the money in their sack and gave them grain to take back and he had somebody put in his his cup that he uses to make predictions into the youngest brother's sack and then have him go and like stop them and tell them that they stole. When they have the brothers arrested and taken back to Joseph, the brothers end up confessing that, not that they stole something because they didn't believe that they had done that, but they confessed about what they had done to their brother Joseph, not knowing that they were confessing to the brother. So after hearing them repent and knowing that it came from a truthful nature, Joseph shares with them that it is him and asks them to go and get his father. I just feel like this is a beautiful reflection of how we can get so far away from God, but the moment that we hit our knees and surrender trying to go against God, The moment that we ask for forgiveness, it is done. It is only us that hold ourselves in bondage when we feel guilty. And of course, this mechanism that has been instilled of feeling things like guilt and shame, that is to force a level of empathy so that we can grow back to where we came from as one heart and one mind of Christ. And that is a journey that we are all here walking together. As the brothers are are professing how how sorry they are to Joseph, Joseph actually he forgives them in a way of saying that he sees that it was God that did this, not them. That God sent him to Egypt because if he wouldn't have sent him to Egypt, then 
he never would have been able to interpret the pharaoh's dream and therefore protect them from the famine and everyone would have died and so joseph is seeing the higher perspective of why all of this happened and he is sharing with his brothers that they did nothing wrong even though they thought that they were going against him and this just brings my attention to how God sends angels that are cloaked like demons. And it's often are the people that trigger us the most or people that we think are like our enemies that are teaching us the greatest lessons. I feel like this perspective is, is truly seeing Christ in all. And at first read, you could perceive that Joseph was just being a people pleaser or sacrificing himself or just saying something to make his brothers feel better but that's not it at all he truly saw the meaning if he wouldn't have been working for pharaoh literally all of them would have died because pharaoh wouldn't have been able to interpret his dream so he wouldn't have been prepared and he wouldn't have been able to store grain away for so many people of so many different lands and so really all of joseph's family would have died i don't want this to like like um feel like we are enabling defenses against love it's just i've been noticing lately that all of our dis our perception is distorted when we aren't perceiving from love we can think like, I, for instance, I've experienced working with a lot of different people and, and perceived like they were turning on me and thought that it was like the evil in the world that was turning two powerful people away from working together to bring, you know, more goodness to the world. And what I'm seeing now is that if I am feeling like I am righteous in being a victim or defending against love, then I am not perceiving clearly. And therefore, I can't even see what's really happening. And so we have to, we have to do our own work until that, that perception of feeling like you need to defend yourself against love is removed. And until it is, you're always going to be distorted. And so people could be joining together in Christ and turning you away because they can see that they will be a hindrance to your life or maybe God is telling them that it will just be a distraction or we can't know what the guidance that other people are receiving is and even though it doesn't feel great we have to remember that there is always a higher purpose for everything and I'm not saying that you know the wars and things of that nature are all for God's glory because it's not you look at wars and you can't find a single loving thing that comes from it then that's not of God I just feel that this is a beautiful example of we can walk so far in the wrong direction because we feel ashamed 
we feel guilty, we feel unworthy. We feel that if people were to see who we truly are, if God saw who we truly are, we would surely be punished or not loved or forsaken. And then to surrender that fight, to allow ourselves to humbly surrender and come to him, to her, to God, and ask God to take all of the burdens that we have been carrying and fill us with the Holy Spirit through every single cell of our body and allowing for us to call in that support and that help every time that we get distracted in the distortions of defending ourselves against love. I have just been in this space for the last few days and sometimes I feel I feel like torn when I'm being called to just be in his presence. And for the last few days, I've had these three books on my bed and taking notes and recording podcasts and just everything that's coming out, sharing it as it is coming through as awareness to me and sharing it with others and sometimes I feel like there's other things to be doing Kendra you need to like get in the shower you need to like go do something like this is where I need to be I need to not be distracted I need to be with him and go where I'm called and move when he asks me to and to be so obedient to him it's definitely been a process to learn to strip away all of the stuff of this world and know that none of that other stuff matters. All that matters is my walk with God. Everything else is just a byproduct of that walk. I feel today that we really need to look through brand new eyes in any way that we are feeling grievances on others or we're feeling righteous and being victims. Or whatever the case may be, it brings me over to A Course in Miracles just quickly. It says, what I see is a form of vengeance. And so when we are still perceiving from this illusionary perspective of separation, we will be in defense against. We will always see ourselves as separated. We will not be able to come to feel ourselves as one heart and one mind of Christ. And this brings me over to... Matthew in the New Testament, who is sharing when Jesus walked on water and came to Peter, and when they had only five loaves of bread and two fish, disciples were going to send the 5,000 people away away so that they could go and get food into, in their towns, and Jesus said, why? Feed them. And he held the loaves of bread in the air and started to break them apart. And as he did, they multiplied. And there was so much to feast upon. And people need to be reignited with that faith, that that is possible. But while you're looking through doubting eyes, you will never see. And often we experienced doubters along our journey it's important for us to know thyself so that nothing can sway us in different directions 
And so Jesus went on this mountain by himself to pray. And then the disciples got themselves in trouble on this boat and the storm came and the, they were getting afraid. And so Jesus came to them. He was walking across the water. And I can see this so clearly in my mind, like it was yesterday. And they didn't know that it was Jesus. They thought that it was a ghost or something. And their egos were really playing tricks on them and they were in so much fear. And Peter said, if that is really you, then you will call me to walk across the water to you. And Jesus said, come to me. And Peter started to walk on the water. And he took the first couple of steps and he was a little apprehensive about it. But then when he started to walk a few feet, he, he started to doubt. And the moment that he started to doubt and look around, like this can't be how am I walking on water? That's when he started to sink. And he called out for Jesus and Jesus grabbed his arm and pulled him back up and told him he had very little faith. Because if he had faith, then he would have walked straight to Jesus and he wouldn't have sinned. <laughs> he wouldn't have missed the mark. He wouldn't have turned towards the storm. He would have had his focus on God. But it's not like Jesus was mad at him for that. No, he just used every moment as a a teaching, a way to explain the inner workings of our distortions. <laughs> and, uh, and he's just saying to me right now that I must have that much faith in my own I am presence in order to fulfill his prophecy without anyone else reflecting that knowing of thyself. And we're all being called to step more fully into the truth of who we are. We are sitting at this, this time, this great transition, and so many future and current miracles are upon us. It's unfortunate that we've had to see the trials and tribulations that we've gone through the last couple of years. There's a great choice point. Every moment we have a choice to choose to love or fear. But I feel this, this rising of the collective, like being ready to receive the Holy Spirit, to have that spirit reignited within all. There's this desire to, to take care of every living creature as if it is a part of you and to no longer have these walls of separation, to no longer see a homeless man on the corner and clench your purse because you're in fear. Instead, you open up your purse and you assist your brother or sister. No longer in this lack in unworthiness, knowing that every single person is a part of you. And I'm just, I'm so grateful to to be a humble servant to him at this time. 
and I know that we've all gone through these trials and tribulations to build our faith, to strengthen our knowing of thyself. And I truly believe that we have gone through so many things because and healed ourselves or found the tools and found our way back to God. And it's all of those badges that we've, those badges of honor, those tools that we've acquired through our circumstances and suffering that will be our greatest asset as we are walking through these next few years. And it will give you an instrument to assist yourself, first yourself. It is imperative that we all help ourselves first, for no one is coming for us. We must remember the truth inside of ourselves first. And then we stand together. And we walk as the untouchables. And I see us helping people off the ground. And as we walk, they are healed. And they remember. And then they start walking with us. And together we will all walk home. Back to the Garden of Eden. And so we will see everyone coming to one language. And if you just see how it began we have to walk the reverse process in the ending and jesus says strive to trust me in more and more areas of your life anything that tends to make you anxious is a growth opportunity instead of running away from these challenges embrace them eager to gain all of the blessings I have hidden in the difficulties. If you believe that I am sovereign over every aspect of your life, it is possible to trust me in all situations. Don't waste energy on regretting the way things are or thinking about what might have been. Start at the present moment accepting things exactly as they are and search for my way in the midst of all of your circumstances trust is like a staff that you can lean on as the journey uphill with me if you are trusting in me consistently the staff will bear as much of your weight as needed Lean on, trust, and be confident in me, in all your heart and mind. And I didn't even read that, um, but I mean, it seems like he does that every day, right? Uh, I know that this podcast has gone a little bit longer today, but... I really wanted to bring you guys into my personal experience because it's so much, so much of my mission is, is to 
awaken the spirit within you all. And when that spirit awakens, you're going to feel crazy. You're going to feel different. It's very rare that the people around you are going to support it because they don't understand it. And so I pray that this podcast is a place where as the prophetic is awakening within humanity, as the Holy Spirit is coming online, I pray that this podcast will find all who are journeying this path and thinking that they're alone. And I pray that it brings them peace as my walk with Jesus has definitely been the peace that surpasses understanding in my life. I love you all so very much. Have a blessed and amazing day. If you guys want to work one-on-one with me or reach out to me, you can find me at Kendra divinepurposementor.com and wherever you're listening to this podcast feel free to leave a comment or ask me a question have a good day